This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome to Crossbody of Work. My name is Evan. I'm Javier. John Cena, part two. We are diving into the career of Super Cena. This is when John Cena gets unlikable in many well, eyes. This is when he gets Super Cena. <laughs> this is when he goes all Super Cena. I really didn't... This Super Cena really existed in my lull period. I, I'm not saying that's the reason that I stopped watching wrestling. Cause I stopped watching wrestling because... I just kind of fell out of it. It happens. It's not Cena's fault. Happened to me. But I did know that every time I went and looked at what was happening in wrestling, John Cena was champion. At least that's how <laughs> it felt. It was either him or Orton. That was it. I mean, you're not wrong. I, I think at one point, uh, they were like all knotted up on title title reigns. And then Cena, obviously, just kept winning and losing and winning. It, yeah. it became the point where Cena became a transitional champion. Like yeah. if he knew, if Cena won the title... He was going to lose it within a month. To a new a new heel. Yeah. And then win it back and then lose it to the next one. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Obviously, you know our thoughts on John Cena. You probably listened to last week's episode where we looked at the birth of Cena. Out of the shell of the prototype came John Cena. And this week, it's all about main event John, you know? We're looking at some of his classic matches. We're looking at some of his classic rivalries. There's a weird one here. Randy Orton. Classic rivalry. No real classic matches. <laughs> With John, they just don't they just don't do it well. They're two guys, top of the industry, really good. They just don't have the chemistry. They, they've had some good matches, I would say. Good they've matches. had some very, very good matches. Um, just no like no bangers. No great ones. No. No. But we do see the great one later. Boom. Spoilers. Let's do all the housekeeping. Follow us on Twitter at Crossbody of Work. Wherever you're listening, be sure to rate five stars. I always say wherever you're listening, you're on your phone. I would say 99% of you are on your phone. So whatever app you use on your phone, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Yeah, Javier's on his phone right now while I do all this nonsense. Rate us five stars. It helps out tremendously. Check out the merch table, fullpressshop.com. Cop the merch. Wear the tees. Tell us everything. Tell us we're pretty. Pet our hair. Give us pizza. Whatever. Oh. Yeah. Do these things. Do these things for us, et Put the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> Speaking of hose, JBL. <laughs> Goat level transition. Last week, we ended with John Cena winning the WWE Championship from John Bradshaw Layfield in a match that was surprisingly short. This week, it is an I Quitch match, Judgment Day 2005 versus JBL. It is John Cena defending the WWE Championship. This match... Long as fuck. Yeah, it's it's longer than I remember. Um, but honestly, it, it's better than I remember it being, too. Got a couple cool things here. The JBL limo, cool or not? Nah? My first note here is I love how extra the JBL entrance is. Oh, yeah. The love cowbell, it. the like very grand music. 
the horns on the on the front of the limo is always a nice touch. He comes out of it. He's like, yeah. I always hated that he had like the little, he had like the little uh, towel around his neck usually too. God, I'm like, where the fuck did you come from? The sun jacket. Yeah, God, he looked like such a piece of shit. JBL. God, I I feel like JBL in retrospect just doesn't get the credit that he deserves for that run. Like, yeah, he sucked, <laughs> but. He sucked because he was such a good heel. He like, sucked in he the was best way possible. Such a good heel. Yeah. Like the match qualities weren't great, but oh fuck, I just banged my knee. <laughs> but name someone else who were at who was having a great match around that time period. It's it's hard to yeah. live a good in ring life in two thousand and four. You know, we yeah we had Eddie Guerrero in. I was I was gonna say the entirety of Ring of Honor. <laughs> yeah, but more WWE than, yeah, than anything. Like fair. Eddie Guerrero and, and you know, Ray, Dickhead, Ray had Ray, good matches. Yeah. And all those people, yeah, they were around, but like he wasn't working programs with them. He was working with the big show and people yeah. like that. And like you, you, at some point, you got to just take it for what it was. He was an excellent heel and he was the perfect guy to match up with John Cena. So JBL has his limo. John Cena is out here with a big rig with a DJ on the back with the turntables. John Cena at this very moment is the most over baby face in the world. He is untouchable to me. Like this was the most, this at this rate right here, this was the point where John Cena was bulletproof. Like I, I would tell my dad to fuck off. If John Cena said, if so. John Cena told me to, yeah. I, I would do anything that man said. I would, I would, I would sell crack for John Cena at this point. And I was only like eight years old. <laughs> I would hustle. I was like Loyalty, seven, respect. eight years old at this point. Yeah. John Cena was God to me. If and John like, Cena wanted to take over the world, he could command a, an army of seven to, eight, seven to ten year olds at this time. My man is just on the back of a truck. He's got the new theme blaring. It's the yeah. theme that we all know now. But by mm-hmm. that, at that moment in time, it was still new. He like he Bad Bunny copied John Cena. That's all I know. When Bad Bunny was going around New York, just playing his music at the back of that truck, my man was inspired by John Cena. This is the first WWE title match for or the first WWE title I quit match since Mankind Rock from the 99 Rumble. This does not have the same type of ending. Nobody fucking dies. I mean, there's a lot of blood. It's a lot of blood. There's but nobody's, blood. nobody's family is mad at other people's family. There's a lot more blood in this one. I can tell you that much. Um, Let's start the match. What do you think? <sighs> It's an I quit match for a pretty heated feud that starts with a collar and elbow tie-up. Yeah. Every time. Come on. <laughs> like, come on. Cena with a decent arm drag. JBL breaks the arm hold because Cena locks in an arm hold by just sliding out to the outside. I was like, that's yeah. smart. I like that. JBL starts punching him because that's half of his offense. Cena a solid percentage, lines. yeah. Yeah, Cena clotheslines JBL out of the ring. I was shocked he didn't go for a dive. No dive. I've been, we, we've been conditioned as we wrestling fans happened. in 2022 yeah. that when a spot like that happens, a dive is going to occur. And then when the dive happens, we're going to commercial every time. Every time. Every time. Yep. Man, it was it was. The, you know, I love I love AEW. I love watching Dynamite. Yes, watching Dynamite this week was rough because if like I could just tell you when they were going to commercial. Yeah, like I could see it coming from a mile away. There would be a dive spot, commercial. There would be a, there would be an impact move, and someone would slide out of the ring, commercial. Like it was, God, we gotta get, we gotta work on this as, as professional, the, the as entire industry, yeah. the entire industry. We need to come together and be like, hey, 
Let's fix up this commercial allotment. Uh, JBL's up in the apron. He gets suplexed into the ring by Cena, and then we end up on the outside. Uh, JBL launches Cena over the barricade. We're in the crowd. I was looking for fun crowd signs. I saw none. Disappointed. Disappointed, people. Disappointed. So, uh, so JBL takes apart the announce table, uh, and he... Uh, he gets Cena. So JBL has been trying to force Cena to say I quit this whole time. He's been trying yeah. to get the mic up in his mouth so and say I say I quit. Which, by the way, JBL, when you do that, you are saying I quit. Why is this yeah, match you lose. not over? You lose. End it. We're I done. Understand? He said it. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, you know, I digress. Cena just he goes say I quit or your ass is mine, and Cena just fucking decks his ass. Yeah. Uh, JBL, he's trying to get him to say I quit, like you said. He's smacking and choking Cena with a leather belt. By the way, workplace harassment to get the yep. belt. He yep. literally reached it uh, towards a man's crotch and pulled the belt out. Well, that's just the type of shit JBL does. Sexual harassment. Just want, to, just want to put that out there. I love it because Cena's getting whipped, and then all of a sudden Nick Patrick is there with a microphone like Joe Rogan after a dude gets fucking knocked out in UFC. What do you think about the fight? <laughs> My favorite will always be Alistair Overeem saying, I swear I, I made him tap. Alistair Overeem was fighting um, uh, Miochik, Steve, uh, Stipe Miochik, um, back in Cleveland. And he, he you could they show the replay. You clearly see that Miochik did not tap. No. And Alistair Overeem was talking out of his ass. And everyone was just like, yeah, from now on, we hey. should not interview someone that just got knocked the that fuck out. That just got knocked the fuck out. We should just let Chris, we should just let Chris Tucker join in. You just got knocked the fuck out! God bless Friday. Uh, Cena reverses JBL on the announce table, because JBL was trying to, I guess, powerbomb him through. I think that was the plan. Uh, and instead, he gets back body dropped through the other announce table, which is good. Cena yelled out, kiss my ass. Yeah. JBL clocks Cena with a chair shot to the head. Ooh. Okay, but before that, Cena hits JBL with a monitor. That's true. I love those cartoons. Like, they're, they're so comical. The size of they these monitors. They make no sense nowadays. No, you don't need them. They don't make any sense. Also, I like how they only have them. Uh, like, if they ever set up two announce tables, they only ever have them on the announce table that isn't the main announce table. Yeah, like, a the regular secondary. announce table has, like, the little, like, tablets. ECW, you get these old monitors. All right, have fun. <laughs> have fun. Uh, JBL, like I said, clock Cena with a chair shot. JBL gets the chain and padlock. And when we go back to Cena, it looks like he is covered in ketchup because that man is busted open from the he chair got- shot. JBL hits a bunch of clo- uh, short arm clotheslines, which, by the way, Cole just kept saying clothesline from hell, clothesline from hell. Like, these are just like normal short arm clotheslines. Yeah. Like, literally anybody would do this. We're not in hell. He's not even like putting a lot of oomph into them either. Uh, JBL grabs Cena's chain, like you mentioned, and starts choking him. Um, Cena explodes with punches at one point here because he was just like, fuck, I got to do something. And JBL just low blows him, starts talking shit. Yeah. It's awesome. Eventually, Cena does regain his bearings because he is he is God. Um, five knuckle shuffle, F you, and it's an I quit match. So obviously, that leads to nothing. JBL gets out of the ring. So we does, head to the limo. Does the the you can't see me and walks away? Yeah, uh, Cena gets neckbreakered on the the front of the limo on the hood. Um, it's also weird because the because limo is white. At this point, both men are covered in John Cena's blood. 
and it's great because you see the visual of the bloody handprints all over the limo and it looks really really cool uh we work around to the side of the entrance ramp and jbl unplugs one of the biggest like just home tvs i've ever seen it is just a tv with a big fat back on it and chokes cena with the cord cena powers out of that and smashes jbl's head through the tv and then through the window of the limo two two different smashes through windows poor jbl's brain yeah, it's not a good time to be Jamie. No, no, he's mush. Yeah. Um eventually. <laughs> uh see so Cena suplexes JBL on the hood of the limo. Yeah. Um and then J so JBL, at uh, one point here. I don't even remember what the fuck. Oh, he was like fucking hanging John Cena while choking him with a fucking cable. Yeah. And I wrote down, yo, let me fight JBL, dog. <laughs> like I just want to fight him at this let point. Let me throw hands. Like if Blue Meanie could fuck him up a little bit, let me get him. Yeah, you get him. Get at him. Uh, he's he just keeps choking John Cena. Like this is the shit Daniel Bryan got fired for. Yeah. Uh, Cena rocks JBO the mic, and you could hear the mic break, like the static and shit. Like the mic no longer works. Hundred percent. Yeah. So Cena ran JBL into a gas canister on the back, like a like a nitrous gas canister on the back of the truck. Uh, JBL caught him with the DT, and then JBL was on top of a structure, and Cena hits him with the microphone multiple times, and. JBL tumbles through a table, a very conveniently placed table. By the way, a very convenient fall. He like falls in a weird way, just so you can yeah. be able to get to the table. <laughs> Smart. Uh, this is then the, the greatest thing in all of history happens at the ending here. Cena gets a pipe, and as any normal human being would, upon receiving a pipe, John Cena yells, "I got a pipe!" It's the exhaust pipe from the limo. He's so excited. I got a pipe. <laughs> It's not like a regular pipe, people. Like a, no, like it's a, a big pipe. It's, it's literally a, an exhaust pipe from the limo. It's huge. It's a comically large pipe. So he's so excited. I got a pipe. That makes JBL quit because he doesn't want Cena's pipe. Pause. Uh, Cena blasts him through some some glass anyways. Uh, John Cena wins. He retains his title. JBL. I love when heels quit in the most just shitty places. Like he he just quit because he didn't want to get hit anymore. He's like, no, I'm, and then I'm he like good. points at his at the side of his head, like he's the smart one. Big brain move. It's like, dude, you lost. Anyways, let's move on. Solid match. We're moving ahead to Unforgiven 2006. John Cena defending the WWE Championship. Or is John Cena? No, John Cena's not defending the WWE Championship. He's challenging for the he's WWE Championship yes. with Edge. It's no, a TLC story, match. Uh, story of this match is that Cena has a contract ready with yeah. SmackDown for yeah. three years. If John Cena loses, he goes to SmackDown, which is much more believable than loser leaves WWE. No, you have two brands. Make it make sense. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, the, this is brand split error. This is where the brand split error still come, somewhat made sense. It's true. Uh, rated R spinner belt, no bueno. No bueno. No it's, for me. Well, for me, it's no bueno for multiple reasons. Why? Because I, I hated Edge. That's true. This is, Edge. Uh, oh, right. I haven't mentioned it. So by this point, 2006, this feud with John Cena, this, is this 2006 or seven? This is six. This is six. But, uh, this was the point where I, I, I don't think I've ever hated, even still to this day, I don't think I've ever hated anything, any person, any item, any whatever, any experience more than I hate edge at Fair. this point in my life. Fair. The hatred that I had for Adam Copeland the hate, like just the pure hatred. 
Edge is Cena's greatest rival, right? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. To I me, agree. it's not even like CM yeah. Punk is great. You know, the, the, the fucking shit with JBL was awesome. Like early careers with Kurt Angles, all this stuff that like he or in, you know, there's been a lot yeah. of great feuds. None of them touch Edge. None not even them. remotely close. It was just so personal. Also, we're in Toronto and Edge has never lost a TLC match. That is two strikes against Edge for this match because WWE loves having people lose in their hometown. And the fact they brought up his undefeated TLC streak, not a good sign for Adam. I mean, my man got thrown into the Long Island Sound, and yeah. it's looking like he's going to do the job. It's our first Cena sucks slash split crowd. It's the first time. Which, like, you could you could explain some of it away. It's like, well, it's Canada. They're going to cheer for Edge, which, yeah, we are. But uh, some people are tired of chain gang Cena or at this point. They're tired I of mean- this was weird because the crowd was like fully behind Edge, I feel like. But yeah. also, like, Cena was getting the half and half. So it was like yeah. weird because no one was outright getting booed. That's, yeah, that's the thing is it, there was too many cheers. Everybody was cheering for Edge and like half people were cheering for Cena. So it's like 150% of the people are cheering for Yeah, people. it's like, what it are we doing here? 75% of this whole cheering situation is happening. I got 133 and one third percent chance that I'm confused. <laughs> Cena takes down Edge after a slap that gets more cheers than the Toronto Maple Leafs. That joke works for somebody. There's like three people, three three hey. hockey fans will go, yeah. Uh, oh, so by the way, we we got to talk about it before this match even starts. Edge, the Edge. hometown boy, also the WWE champion, comes out first. I I know it doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. What? If you're going to make, make up stupid little rules, follow the stupid little rules. But not only that, like, yeah, the cha- first off, the champion should always come out last. Correct. I understand that Cena is the baby face in this feud. Edge is the hometown person. Yeah. He's going to get cheered. Yeah. What is hap- What is going on? What are we doing here? WWE it's stupid. Doesn't know. It's stupid. Doesn't know. So like I said, Edge uh, gets taken down by Cena. We get two chairs set up. Edge reverses Cena suplex into a backwards DDT onto the chair. Looking good for Edge. It's looking good early on. By the way, John Cena in the camo shorts is goaded. <laughs> it's like his like hidden attire. It's like the one you got to unlock later in the game, and you're like, "Yeah, camo shorts, let's fucking go." Edge, it's a swinging uh, neck breaker. One point here, and the crowd goes stupid. Stupid. At uh, one point, so Cena's up against like the middle rope area. And there's a ladder on the outside. Edge gets on the barricade, jumps, drop kicks the ladder right into John Cena's face. And we get one of my favorite calls of JR's career. Go to town. A little Home Depot drop kick. Home Depot (laughs) drop kick. And by the way, that's one of my favorite calls. Later on in this episode, we'll get to my favorite JR call ever. I... I think the idea of having a Home Depot dropkick is great because it reminds me of like in NBA 2K games where there's, there's like the Sprite Slam Cam. <laughs> like Christ. just sponsor all these fucking things. The Randy, anytime Randy Orton does a dropkick, fucking Home Depot drop. God, oh, can yeah. you imagine how many sponsorships New Japan would get for that? Just for <laughs> Okada alone. The AT&T Dive of the Week. Make it oh, happen. Poor AT&T. They'd be getting a lot of... You'd have to pay a good amount for that. That's a lot of buzz right there. That's a lot of buzz. The dive? Yeah, that's a lot. Dive of the week. They, you know how many of those there are? They're like three in a match. How many commercial breaks do we have? Uh, Cena gets in life with a hip toss onto a ladder that's propped in the corner. 
Cena wants to do an FU onto the tables on the outside. Edge avoids. Edge is on the top rope. Cena sets up a table and meets him up there. We get a sunset set flip powerbomb, but Edge slips, and it doesn't quite reach the tables. And they botched it. So Edge, this is a botch on both sides. So Edge definitely slipped. This is is 100% Edge's fault because he slipped. But Cena also didn't throw himself. Yeah, Cena just fell with it. Yeah, Cena did not give him anything. Like, even if Edge had slipped and fallen like this and Cena had still just gone backwards, like, we could have just been like, all right, Edge just threw him on a power bomb. That's fine. That's acceptable. But he didn't. He He just just dropped. So they had to recover. Commentary tries to cover for them a little bit. uh, And then they just get do a power slam spot through the table. Regular power slam. We got to use these tables. We set them up. So let's go. Edge... At one point here, Cena's on the outside, and Edge like kind of teeters the ladder to the up to the that that's like set up up against the ropes, kind of like towards the corner, and he just he climbs it, he he runs up the ladder, just throws himself to the outside for a flying crossbody, which is dope. Um, Edge gets a chair, it absolutely melts John Cena with it. He fucking clocks him with it. He's so smug after he hits him too. He's like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I, want I hit this him man. with a chair. I want this man dead. I hope AJ buries him in three seconds at WrestleMania. Cena's on a table. Edge puts another table on top. I'm putting a table on top of a fucking table. Fuck oh, before you. that, he goes for the concerto though. Oh yes, true. Does do the concerto. This dude loves sandwiches of weapons. He goes for a concerto. Cena gets out of it, trips Edge by tripping Edge, and then hits a blockbuster on the chair that was set up on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, you missed a couple of spots here. What the fuck are you doing, Evan? I got excited about the table sandwich. There was a Cena. He Cena hits an ST, puts on an STFU with in the edge, ladder, and Edge is like sandwiched on a ladder. Yeah, Cena hits edge, edge taps doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No, uh, Cena hits Edge with a ladder. Cena FUs Edge onto a ladder. All right, now you can. Now you yeah, can table spot. All right, fuck yeah, table sandwich. Uh, I love it because Cena was just playing possum, and he just sneaks out and knocks Edge off the turnbuckle. Because fuck you, stop doing something so elaborate. I've regained all my stamina meter. Get out of here. I started playing WWE 2K again. I got excited about 2K22. So are we getting 22? We do. Do we do in GM mode? Oh, you can't do it. You have to be local. I think people are saying that the GM mode is going to be just disappointing as fuck. Are you fucking kidding me? I, I know. I'm here to just it make it be local. Sad. I think it has to be local. Well, I'm not going to fucking Canada. So. <laughs> and I'm not going to America. Anywho, what do you do? Uh, Cena gets a comically large ladder, not a big show size ladder, but like a really tall ladder, like a Jeff Hardy put that under the ring ladder. Uh, <laughs> and he starts to climb, but Edge spears him off the ladder from his own ladder. Shades of WrestleMania X7. I feel bad for Edge's neck. Yeah, the yeah. countdown has started. Yeah, he'll be back. Unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> so Edge starts climbing, or sorry, uh, we we get the spear spot. So Cena gets an ugly-ass chair shot to Edge at one point here. Yeah. Did not look great. Had commentary questioning whether he got all of it, just, so, just to uh, tip off how bad it was. Yeah. Uh, Cena has a hand on the title at one point here. Then you hear the crowd kind of like cheer a little bit they like get a little life and you're like what the fuck is happening and lita comes out slides into the rig tips the ladder over cena falls through a stack of tables on the outside if there's anybody who's gonna come out here and dump a dump somebody off a ladder i trust lita she's been around ladders for a long time <laughs> i mean she's- i feel to be fair it's kind of hard to fuck that up 
You just I mean, pick it up. <laughs> I mean, you'd just hope pick up so. one of the legs. Uh, edged on the ladder. Lita sees Cena going for him. Lita then hits a chair shot to Cena's back. That knocks Cena into the ladder, which then knocks Edge off the ladder through the tables that were set up on the outside. Whoopsies. Cena gives Lita an FU. Uh, then starts his ascent of the big old ladder. Edge meets him up there. They start- I'm surprised Edge got back up, by the way. Dude got bodied to the outside through tables. You know, you know why I wasn't surprised? Because you know this match? Would the that, but also it ties into. I mean, I'm not going to spoil it because it's the finish here. Uh, they they have an exchange at the top that lasts for a little bit. Cena then grabs Edge, yeah, puts him in the fu position, and fu's him through the two tables that were stacked right next yeah. to the ladder we, in the middle of the we ring. We had unused tables still. Yeah, we had unused tables. That's how I knew Edge was coming back. That's true. John Cena is now the WWE champion. He doesn't have to go to SmackDown. He's so disappointed. He's like disgusted at himself after he did oh, that, by the way. I can't believe I did this. You're going to do much worse as Peacemaker, John. Don't you I can't you worry. believe you've done this. I can't believe you've done this. Let's take a break. When we're back, we're looking at a fatal four-way match from 2007. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back from the break. John Cena versus Randy Orton versus Edge versus Shawn Michaels. WWE Championship. Fatal 4-Way Backlash 2007. A lot of, a lot of layers in this one. A lot, of, a lot of old feuds and coming feuds and old former teammates. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of layers. It's like here. an onion. It's like a parfait. Not where I would have gone with that, but it's like uh, it's 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 a it's a wrestling lasagna. Shrek taught me that it's an onion, so I'm gonna go with onion. Um, so you make people cry. <laughs> so H, so see, as soon as the match starts, Cena and Sean uh, just take out Edge and Orton, and then immediately Sean turns on Cena because we are like a week removed from their hour long match in Raw, which. People are like, oh, why aren't you covering... Like, that's one of John's best matches. It's in the Michaels episodes. Go back and listen. We already did the hour-long match. Go all the way back. (laughs) All the way back, baby. Sean was our second three-part episode. Yeah. Oh, shit. Go all the way back. We've been in this podcast for too long. (laughs) I mean, Um, this is year three, baby. We got to talk about this. Because it's it's a trend. Is it Bruno? No, it's a... It's a trend. No, it's Kevin. Uh, <laughs> so Cena has a weird look to his suplexes always because he okay. just he never hits it prop like like a normal suplex. He doesn't like leave the person straight up. He lets them curve a little bit. 
Yeah. Because, I don't know, it's just how he does it. Every time he does it, Michael Cole calls it a fisherman's suplex. Because the guy's legs are down. It's No, the, the legs aren't even down. The person's just like, instead of being like this, if for, yeah. I'm just showing Evan. Straight they're up, like, yeah. They're like this. Yeah, they're just bent over a little bit, yeah. It's a little bit. It's a little hunch. Yeah. But and he calls Cole, it a fisherman. It's not a fisherman suplex, Cole. It's just a fucking ugly regular suplex. I love the Edge and Orner in this match. Already former tag partners who will still be mad about it in 15 years. <laughs> like, get over it. Go to therapy. Goddamn. Couples therapy is a thing, guys. Orton with a beauty of a dropkick. God, uh, it's so cute. Mike. <laughs> oh, my God. That dropkick is so cute. Uh, Michaels pulls Orton out of the ring. Cena gets a double clothesline to both Edge uh, or to, to both Orton and Michaels and Edge with a baseball slide to Cena. I was like, this is the pace of action I like in my multi-man matches. Just shit just keeps happening. And then we get a cool little re- spot here where everyone's congregating on the outside. Very except for Sean. I wonder what he's doing. Gets on the top rope and his telegraphic is moved for like 30 seconds before anybody decides to look up and it's just like, oh no. Speaking of telegraph moves, at one point we move into the ring. I'm, I think I'm missing a, a little bit, but uh, both Michaels and Edge happen to be conveniently leaned over right in front of each other, right in front of the top rope. And John Cena hits them with the very cool double top, top rope leg drop. And then Orton just decks him with a clothesline. It's which- fucks him up. By the way, my favorite thing that people do in a clothesline is not like the normal clothes. Like normal clotheslines are great. Don't get me wrong. Normal lariats too. It's when the person like goes like that. <laughs> like they kind of do like a palm strike type deal. Bah. It's fucking awesome, dude. I love it. Speaking of awesome, Orton had a nice inverted backbreaker. I fucking love that move of his. Yeah. That like where he really drops like, down and does the backbreaker over his own back. Yeah, it's such a heel Orton thing. It just looks like such a shitty little person thing to do. He only does it when he's a heel too. If you notice yeah. that, yeah, it's fucking great. I do like people who have their set like heel babyface move sets, like the stomps. Orton doesn't do this like the taunt stomps unless he's a heel. Yeah, I like Rollins is really good at changing his move set when he's babyface yeah. or heel. It's the last time you saw him do a Phoenix Splash. Oh, rip. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, Orton and Edge start to work together. They decide the devil you know is better than the one you don't. So they're like, let's let's just work together, and then we'll figure it out later. <laughs> Bastards always reunite in multi-man yeah. matches. And then that that lasted all of like five seconds. Yes. And we get my favorite line that JR has said. Okay, hit me. That partnership dissolved faster than one of your marriages, King. Which one? Pick one. He just—they were. He said marriages, jizz. Oh, it was, pause. It was, it was a plurality too. <laughs> uh, at Wait, one point here, here, at one point, Cena gets launched off the apron onto the ECW announce table, which fully dates this match. It happened during the ECW times. Ooh. Ooh. Double Boston Crab by Rated RKO on Michaels. Wishbone City, baby. <laughs> Jesus, my man is getting absolutely torn up. And by the way, so if he taps, who wins? Who the fuck wins? Rated RKO, co WWE champions. Actually, that would have been cool because then we could have gotten cool segments with them in therapy or something. No, I'm the WWE champion. No, I am. But I hear voices. No, we haven't. I don't think we've gotten to that stage, have we? Oh no, not yet. No, he's soon. He's he's still the hey. Guys, I, I fucking love burn, burn your light. It's a great song. So great. Um, anyways, so Cena comes through, hits a blockbuster on both their asses. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, I love everything about it. Shoulder blocks for everyone. Edge gets put in position for the five-knuckle shuffle. Yes. It's great. We, we stand a five-knuckle shuffle. shuffle. Um, we do not stand the STFU. No. Let's talk about it now. Um, John Cena is not good at this move. He got better at it eventually because eventually he started incorporating more forearm into it mm-hmm. and making it look normal. Like there are times where he'll hit it and it looks great. Mm-hmm. John Cena as a man is just he's just a weirdly proportioned. He's a giant human being. Yeah. You ever seen that man in a suit? It looks hilarious. He'll, the thing with Cena, though, his arms are short for his body. Mm-hmm. 100 percent oh like, i don't know what his wingspan on him is wide as fuck his i don't know what his wingspan is but it is not it's no. like if he's six two or whatever the fuck cena is it's his wingspan it's not six two it's like fucking five eleven yeah so then when he does submission specifically stfu which involves you just, like you have to be a tall guy to do it and have a decent reach mojo <laughs> I know, but you have to have like a decent reach and also the ability to contort your body in certain ways. And he just doesn't do it a lot of times and leads to him just lazily putting his arms around the guy's neck. The problem is he's he's doing the like fucking word life thing with the person's face when he should just be like, just rotate your body a little bit. Move your forearm. Yeah. Get the forearm in there. Get in there. Get over here. Get in there. Anyway. Oh, Edge blasts Orton with a chair at some point here. I don't know where the fuck we got. I'm just going to cherry pick it. That's where we are oh, in this match now. So Orton end up in the announce table. HBK goes for a powerbomb. Edge breaks up with a steel chair. And then Edge just turns and bodies Orton with it. <laughs> That's where we're at. Go ahead. We get an STFU on Edge. It looks like shit, like I mentioned. We get an yeah. STFU on Orton. It doesn't look even better. And then HBK comes to town. Yeah. And my man starts heating up. And I just love the HBK classic. The Shawn Michaels classic offense is great. What he's set, what he's firing up, and he's just hitting everybody with everything. He's yeah. fucking throwing his body around. He's doing so all he, av- stuff. he avoids the SDFU and he rolls it up Cena instead for a two. Kips up, and then it's atomic drops for the whole party. Yes. Yeah. At one point here, he hits an elbow on Cena. Hits yeah. an elbow on Edge. Is not able to hit an elbow on Orton because Cena gets up. Yeah. Uh, Cena wants a top rope FU on Michaels. But Orton and Edge decide to Tower of Doom them instead, so it just turns into a Samoan drop. Yeah, now everyone's down, and it's like, if you guys had just let him do the AA, or the FU, or whatever, yeah. on him, like, we could have just, you could have just attacked Sita and figured it out from there. But heels don't think. It's like, now everyone's dead. Yeah. Instead. This is what we're doing. So, Cena has Edge um, up for, in the FU position. Sean comes, Cena gets him up on top of Edge. Sean slips out, um, and he goes for the sweet chin music. Like you can see, he's telegraphing it. Yeah. Orton comes from out of fucking nowhere, hits an RKO. This one is one of the most out of nowhere RKOs I've ever seen. Yeah, because the way the camera angle was set yeah, up, you just perfect. could not see him coming. Yeah. Um, the he hits the RKO from out of fucking nowhere. Orton has to drop Edge instead of hitting the uh, FU so that he could break up the pin, or else he was gonna lose yeah um and then edge when 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 cena gets up edge is there hits an execution which is that ddt that he does yeah for a near fall and oh my god this just dude we get so much action it keeps going nuts edge spears orton cena fu's edge and afterwards he's so exhausted he just falls on orton no, 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 no. Isn't that what happened? No, Sean comes through and fucking hits him with a sweet oh, music. Oh, that is falls, what happened. So he falls back on Orton and then Sean is dead. 
because yeah, he Sean just ate an RKO not too long ago. So yeah. he just falls down on the ground. And before he could realize it, the referee's counting. One, two, three. John Cena just accidentally won this match. You know what? Sometimes it's good to win things by accident. Happy We're accident. Accident. Hey, sometimes you're just accidentally in love, you know? Okay. Okay. Weird references, but okay. Uh, we're having a bonus. It's not a bonus promo. It's not a promo. It is a match, but we're only looking at part of the match. We need to talk about the 2008 It's Royal a moment. It's a, we're looking at a moment. John Cena tore his peck in October of 2007, proving that he is not Captain America. Uh, and this is January 2008. The timeline originally for his return was what? I think it was like at least five I months mean, or six months. Heck, it's got to be six at yeah. least. So this man came back in around two and a bit. This man is not human. And he appears as number 30 in the 2008 Royal Rumble. I love this because Madison Square Garden is so excited to hear John Cena's music to have his return. And then they remember that they hate John Cena. <laughs> it's the greatest thing. So it is quite literally one of the three biggest pops in the history of pro wrestling. Absurd. And then it just becomes, oh, fuck. <laughs> Wait, no, we fucking hate this guy. Boo. Wrestling fans, we are so dumb. We are so dumb because we're like, oh, my God, this is a great moment. I'm going to shit on it because I hate this baby face. Triple H's sell of John Cena's return is great. His face is so surprised. Yeah, dude. It's <laughs> he just like drops to his knee. And he's just like, yeah, fuck. No. Uh, he's Cena gets in the ring. so hard throughout this entire match. He's yeah, like Triple the, H's the favorite. Really hard. Uh, Cena gets in the ring, tosses Carlito, Shava Guerrero, and Mark Henry because he hates our old episodes, apparently. he's like fuck this catalog forgot we did carlito yeah we did carlito i'm pretty sure we did shavo and carlito like there was like a one week gap between the two of them oh good for us yeah good for us good for young us young Uh, us (laughs) young us he gets trips with a five knuckle shuffle and msg fully hates him now as they should as they should wouldn't it have been funny if triple h still won I was thinking about that. Wouldn't it no, have been really I, funny? No, no, no. No, it's no. the wrong move. I don't even remember. What the fuck was the... 2008, what was the main event of WrestleMania? Casino was in the triple threat, wasn't he? With well, the thing is, Cena Cash is in at No Way Out. It has, it has the match with Orton. So after, upon further review, I'm not sure about the No Way Out thing because Randy Orton is champion heading into this match. But it was a triple threat. It just wasn't the triple threat that I thought it was. Yeah. It is Randy Orton, John Cena, and Triple H. So Triple H, for all his reactions, was still in the fucking title match at WrestleMania. Not bad. Not Big bad Show bad. was fighting Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. And Edge, who uh, was also in that triple threat that I thought of, was fucking main eventing against The Undertaker. Pretty good match. Pretty good match. Uh, also, Cena, you know, he wins. He FUs Triple H out of the ring for the win. It's really good. There's one point in this clip where you see the classic MSG entryway, like that short little entrance right on the hard cam. Um, there was a little kid just in the middle of the entryway cheering for John Cena. I don't know where this kid came from. He's just me. Random. I'm that kid. Um, <laughs> tell, tell us your story. No, I mean, fuck me. I, like, I, I can't. Like, I, I know I say it a lot, but I genuinely cannot describe how much I fucking love John Cena. <laughs> like, you would have burned down the world for John Cena. I remember Cena. this moment. Like, I wasn't, I, I didn't buy pay per views as a kid because we were yeah. poor and my, I could never get my parents to do it, even though I asked them all the time. Um, 
But holy shit, dude. When I was watching Wrestle Monday Night Raw the next night and I saw that Cena had come back, I fucking cried. Not really. But I was so happy. Like, I still remember that feeling and, you know, the moment. And it's it's genuinely one of those moments that I, I look back uh, and watch all the time. Just literally, not even the 2008 Royal Rumble. I just watched the moment of Cena's return. Because it's mm-hmm. such a great pop. It's, it's wrestling at its best is when the crowd is just so fully invested. And I know it quickly turns to sour grapes because, you know, it's John Cena. So now we have to boo this man. Boo this man. Just the passion that you see there of people like, holy shit, he's back. And now, holy shit. Like, it's for as loud as the pop, the babyface pop is for him. It's an even bigger, like, booing reaction. And and that's even better because my man is spurring all of these people in this entire arena in literally the most famous arena in the world to fucking get a reaction like there is probably no one in that audience that isn't saying something yeah that's the thing as a wrestler you want a reaction you don't want silence yeah john cena is probably thrilling it's the reaction and that's that's why you could talk all the shit you want about john cena and super cena and all this shit my man was over and it didn't matter what he was getting a reaction out of every single person in that audience breaking point 2009 is our next match versus Randall Keith Orton, another I Quit match for the WWE Championship. Weird that we have two I Quit matches, but you know, this is how we roll. Breaking point, a concept pay-per-view that I don't actually hate. I like it. Submissions. It makes sense. Have some submission matches. Let your submission-based wrestlers shine. I don't hate it. One thing I miss, having Lillian Garcia as a ring announcer so she can say championship. That woman has never pronounced the P in championship in her life. You're the WWE wrong. championship. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, Orton is at an absolute, he is a creep in this part of his career. Dude, his health kick phase. This is what I called it. This was the, this was the juice diet or He's cleansing. My man has not touched a carb in two years. Orton, I don't know if this comp- if this comment makes sense, but it does to me. Orton is the Durant to Cena's LeBron. Orton, like just natural talent, all those things. He's the villain a lot. <laughs> that's that's really that's a really good one. I think it's pretty good. That's and really also good seeing him so fucking cut here, I was like, who is this skinny man? And I was like, that's he's Kevin Durant. Really good one. Holy shit. Yeah. No, that's I would I would say that. Yeah. I mean, listen, Ferris. For as much as we don't want to say, like, yeah, John Cena is the great, the best wrestler of our generation. In my yep. opinion, he's on the Mount Rushmore of professional of WWE at least. Yep. And did Orton's right there? Like, Orton was right there with him the entire time. Yeah. So yeah, like for for as awesome as Cena is, like of this generation, I would argue the three best wrestlers in all of pro wrestling were John Cena, AJ Styles, and Randy Orton. That's a good argument. Tanahashi's to be a very close fourth. Uh, they're fully in the oh John Cena is a controversial competitor thing at this point. They're yeah, okay. In, yeah, they're like he's a controversial guy. Hated that. The fact that we are in Montreal and didn't have a screw job rehash as the main event and I quit match is almost a shame. It's almost a I shame. Mean, I'm okay with it. I mean, no, I agree. They go to the they, they go to the well way too much. But an I quit match WWE Championship. In Montreal, I'm surprised they weren't like, "Oh, we have to unthaw Bret Hart." <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're doing this again. 
Speaking of Bret Hart, spoilers. Um, anyways, <laughs> so Cena explodes with offense very early. This match did not start with a collar and elbow lockup. No, it didn't. Fuck. <laughs> which is which is funny because aside from the fatal four way, this was the match with the least like heat behind Juice it. I would say. It. Yeah, I would say the, sure. the edge one was the one that had the most. Yep. And that started with a collar and elbow tie up, and that's a fucking TLC match. Like the 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 JBL one had more, I, I think, more vigor between the two men. Than this one, and that started with a collar and elbow tie up, and this one does it. Yeah, it's like what the fuck are we doing? Also, they're they're really early on. They they tell you that John Cena suffered a head injury because of Orton on SmackDown or wherever the fuck. And Ooh, they, they that's the whole story of this match. Cena had a head injury. Oh no. Anyways, fisherman suplex. That's not really a fisherman suplex. <laughs> Uh, they get to the outside. Go. Orton grabs the 80s announce table monitor and clocks Cena with it. 80s. That's what it looks like. Like Gorilla Monsoon, is, Gorilla Monsoon is calling shit on these. <laughs> Vince McMahon is also calling stuff on it. Will you stop? All right. Uh, Cena does the five moves of doom in the ring, and I just had this moment of like, God, have Orton quit after a five knuckle shuffle. Oh, you know, no, 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 no. Before that was the, one of the funniest things I've ever seen. That isn't actually a funny thing, but it was so fucking hilarious to me. Is Orton has him in the draping DDT position. And before he spikes him, he forces... Is it Kyoto? Is Kyoto the referee in this match? Yeah. He forces Kyoto to come over and cut the mic and ask him if he wants to quit. It's like, dude, we're fucking like four moves into this match. We haven't even started yet. You've, you're about to hit a draping DDT, a move that man has experienced many, many times. Yeah, he's okay. Really He'll be yeah. fine. And you want him to see if he quits? You think he's scared of the draping DDT, Malaka? <laughs> like I said, we get the five knuckle shuffle. We get the five moves of doom. Uh, F you to the outside, but Orton lands on the apron and brings Cena's neck down. A little guillotine on the ropes. Love it. Then Orton decides to start using the steel steps to his advantage. Man. Stomping on Cena's arm on the steel steps and making Kyoto ask him if he wants to quit. Cena with the most deadpan, just no. First off, did you say arm? He's stomping him in the neck. Oh, that was his arm. It's his fucking neck. That was clearly he not like not a looking. head injury, Evan. I don't know what story they're telling. I was distracted just... by Mike Kyoto. Man was doing too much. <laughs> what the fuck was Mike Kyoto doing? The way he was asking the questions is too <laughs> intense. Do you want to quit? <laughs> I mean, that's just his voice, though, to be fair. That's true. Kyoto's got a really gravelly voice. You yeah, which is fucking... And I don't think he's had... Like, it's not like an Eric Young situation where Eric Young's had, like, 20 surgeries on his throat just to, like, deal with the issue, and, and it's just gone. Kyoto's been doing too many count-outs for years. <laughs> There's going to be Adele when she's 75. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so, yeah. He's trying to take his head off. Whatever. No big deal. Cena's still just deadpans. No. 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 Uh, by the way, the the step uses here was fucking crazy. So you, you just keep stomping him out. Eventually, Orton pulls out some handcuffs, kinky, uh, and mm-hmm. handcuffs Cena to the top rope back in the ring. It's fucking crazy because so Cena, so so he, the the keys are now around. So it's like on a chain, like a necklace. Yeah, and and he puts. Well, a, it, it's great because Cena used to carry around a chain with a padlock on it, and now and now Orton has a chain with a key. Oh my god, they were meant to do this forever. PFFs. By the way, when Cena inevitably retires, who do you want to be the guy that retires him? Because it should be Randall Keith. 
who retires him? Yes. Like ends his career. Ends his career. Give me Orton punting him to oblivion. <laughs> Honestly, I love that. Keith Randall Keith. Have it be Randall like Johnson is going to go on his own terms. He's going to retire and it's going to be great. And then Orton just interrupts, punts him, and leaves. It's going to realistically be like Austin Theory or something. But it was, you know. He's going to take a selfie with his dead body. <laughs> Christ. I hope by that point he drops the selfie gimmick. <laughs> He's never dropping it. Vince thinks it's funny. He's like my age. Though. Actually, I think Austin Theory's younger than me. So Cena's cuffed to the top rope. That's where we were at. Orton grabs a mic, smacks Cena with it. Uh, he's being... Stomping he, him, too. Yeah, he keeps asking him, like, hey, you want to quit? Quit, bitch. No. No. Cena then gets cuffed on the ring post instead. <laughs> I love this part. Orton gets water bottle and sprays water in Cena's face. He's like, you're not passing out on me, bitch. <laughs> and Cena... Just takes some of the water in his mouth and spits it back. Everyone's <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> oh. So oh this is what, what is it? What the fuck was the was the thing that they were trying to get over with Orin that he is like the anger issues, the IDE or whatever the fuck? Uh yeah, like some sort of explosive personality disorder or whatever. Whatever the fuck. I yeah. hated that, by the way. This is Yeah, you know what we need medical jargon yeah whatever the fuck he, he's like guys he gets mad really easily it's like okay what is he the yeah, fucking we have one of those emotion? in school too you'd you'd poke him with a stick for a couple of days at recess and he'd fucking explode and go to the teacher's office it's like yeah this is great no he's the he's the angry emotion from that movie uh from inside the out movie inside out yeah yeah he's lewis black <laughs> Jesus. um cena doesn't say no uh or say i quit he says no and so he gets kendo sticks to the legs and abs yeah because by the way, those left some gnarly marks. They did. This is where I realized Orton has maybe the greatest wide-eyed stare in wrestling history. Just, oh, how dare you. My precious. <laughs> precious. Anyways, uh, so the only reason Cena is able to even get out of this fucking predicament is because Orton gets cocky and gets way too close to John Cena with way the kendo stick. He's talking his shit. He's doing all this. And Cena just low blows him. Yep. Just nonchalantly, shamelessly. To the nuts. Near, or shin, straight to nutsack. Yep. Uh, manages to get the handcuffs up and over the ring post to be relatively free. His hands are still cuffed. <laughs> yeah. For, and the funniest shit about this is because they're still cuffed, Orin eventually gets the advantage back. Like, removes the handcuff from one of Cena's hands. Puts it on the bottom rope of another ring corner. Yep. Uh, Cena's on the outside, and he's just like, "Well, I'm gonna murder you with a chair." Yeah. Cena back body drops Orin, and this is actually pretty fucking cool. In the yeah. middle of the back body drop, the 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 chain fell out of Orin's neck, and it's on the ground. Cena's like, <laughs> goes grabs it, gets himself free. Like, hey Scoob, look at the key. Right, <laughs> <laughs> <Zoink, laughs> Scoobs. Uh, yeah, so he manages to unfree himself, and then his his thought process is not let's get rid of the handcuffs entirely. No, no, no. Uh, these are the handcuffs that have like a little bit of a longer chain. So instead, he turns this into a tiny strap match because <laughs> he cuffs himself to Orton. Kinky. Kinky. Um, <laughs> Mr. Gray will see you now, John. Jeez. Actually, that book wouldn't come out for like two years. I've never, I've never read or seen anything about. You've that. heard of pornography? It's that, but worse. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's that, but with acting it's in that, Dakota Johnson. Bad acting. Don Johnson's daughter is in this. Um, <laughs> this is my Miami Vice. All right. 
<laughs> so it's a strap match. Uh, he tosses Orton into the announce table. I'm trying to keep going. I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, he tosses Orton into the announce table. Cena tries to go and <laughs> do an FU, but he can't. No FU for you. Orton hits an RKO. Um, Orton tries crawling to the keys while Cena is literally just face planted. Cena looks. There's like this one fucking beam of just Ralph Wiggle, like dead. Yeah, yeah. And Cena looks just like that, just put, just knocked out on the goddamn uh, floor. And but just, as Orton is crawling for the keys, Cena wakes up and sees that he is in perfect position for an STFU. Cena locks in with the chain, using that as which the good. chain. Well, he locks him in kind of with his own hand. He's using yeah. his own arm to yeah. To pu- get- he pulls the hand with the chain over Yeah, so arm. Orin's yeah. essentially giving himself an STFU. <laughs> You're doing this yourself, Randall. Uh, and that makes, that makes Orton yourself? quit. He quits at that. Yes, Orton quits, like, almost immediately, by the way. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to be here. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's not be here. He's Eric Bledsoe on The Suns. I don't want to be here. <laughs> you remember that tweet? <laughs> Yeah. He's, and then he's like, I was at the salon or whatever. Yeah, I was with my girlfriend at the salon. Shut the fuck up. You didn't want to play for the Suns. All right, we're taking a break. When we get back, John Cena cuts a hell of a promo. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're back in this John Cena promo against one CM Punk. Raw, September 10th, 2012. We're back in Montreal. We're back in Montreal. We've had three matches in Canada, or three things in Canada this time. This is great. I swear, I chose the matches, not Evan. You did. You did. And you went with a Canadian flavor. Bret Hart's here, too, because every time they're in Montreal, they have to bring Bret Hart out. Hey, remember that thing that happened to you? All right. Cool. <laughs> every fucking time. Remember one of the worst days of your professional career? Yeah. How you feel? Good? All right. <laughs> All right. Groovy. So, anyways, this is uh, this is in preparation for their uh, match. Night of Champions, United yeah, Champions, uh, which spoiler alert, CM Punk wins. He does. Um, and so, what does Cena do to get his shit in? Because he knows he's taking the L. He fucking sends CM Punk straight to the goddamn sun with his words. He truly does. For 300 days, you have been no, WWE no, 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 champion. No, no, no. Oh, no. You want to go into it first? Okay, you go. You go. You go. You love, you love your promos. You go ahead. We're going right away here. Okay. This is literally the first line. Tonight, I'm going to take a lesson from Montreal and actually hit you in the face with a little dose of truth. Truth. 
For 300 days, you have been WWE champion. For 300 days, that title has been irrelevant. Month after month, you watch main event pass you by, and your excuse is that there's this weird political agenda against you. But the truth is, there is no you. The fact that he said for 300 days it's relevant is so mean because he's not Jinder Mahal. And that's the real irrelevant title ring. But that hasn't happened True. It's true. I mean, the man got bumped off of a fucking pay-per-view main event for Cena and Laurenitis. Yeah. Jennings! And it was a fucking match against Daniel Bryan. The night you made the most noise is the night your microphone was silenced. Shit. That's true. Change was not an ice cream bar. Change was not edgy television. Change wasn't even new talent. All change to you was make CM Punk a star. It's a you really don't good even line. know who CM Punk is. These are all the, the best promos have a basis in truth. And holy shit, these are really cutting deep. And then he just went, he just went right for it. Yep, I went does. from an underdog to an odds on favorite. But I did it as me through all this, the wins, the losses, the championships, the year when I didn't win the big one at WrestleMania, the embarrassment, the humility. I've had to stand on my own two feet and do it as me, which is true. John Cena never wavered as John Cena. It's true. Then uh, we, we got some... We get some stuff about CM Punk not knowing who he is. He said he stole the fucking elbow drop from Macho, the late Macho Man Randy yeah. Savage. You've changed your ideology because you, you know he was he had the straight edge superstar, and then he had this the straight edge society, and he keeps right, changing around what he straight cares edge about. Jesus. Yeah, you borrow colors from Hall of Famers, all because you've yet to find you. And you then think we because got... you have the WWE Championship, you are justified and have respect. You don't. Cena doesn't believe in that. No. And then we get the pandering. I love the pandering. We are in Montreal, Quebec. And for those of you who do not know, Quebec is Canada's primarily French-speaking province. So John Cena says, I speak a little French. Yeah, je parle petit français. And the Montreal crowd fucking explodes. They lose it. Huge They're like, pop. one of us, tabernacle, let's go. Very excited. Kevin Owens was somewhere somewhere being like, he knows us. <laughs> yes, yes, he was. CM Punk uh, talks about a big win at Night of Champions. I am going to kick your ass. That is what he says on Francais. Says, says, uh, so, so Punk said that Cena had to lower himself to the level of the fans. And Cena gets pissed the fuck off. And this, just is goes, so good. this is Enough! so good. Enough! Listen here, Jack. I didn't lower myself to myself to their level because they are the reason we are here. You're an ignorant son of a bitch, and you need a little bit of respect. So in English, what I said is, you say you are going to win at Night of Champions, but I'm just going to kick your ass. Punk then goes, I love Punk's thought process here. One, you pander to these people, fuck these people. And then he's like, not pandering. Funk's like, I don't care. And then he's like, you know what the best solution is going to be? I'm going to punch an old man. <laughs> he's going to punch Bret Hart and Cena blocks him. No, and he tries he- to block Cena and Cena blocks him. Oh, I thought he was aiming for Bret at that point. No, it was just kind of like a weird windup. It, it was, was, it, was, it, was much of, it was a lot of a hook. Yeah. Yeah. 
tried to do that, and he blocked him. So he goes and punches Brett. The reason why I, it kind of did look like he was going for Brett at first, but I also realized that Brett did not like make a move at all. No. So I was like, oh no, it was for Cena the whole time. Brett was uh, just Brett was just chilling. Cena backs off, takes off his shirt because you know John Cena. Um, and so Punk tries to punch Brett. Brett blocks the punch, decks him right in the fucking face. Cena goes scampering off like the little bitch she is. Little bitch? Little bitch. And now to something that CM Punk would never get. The WrestleMania main event. Sad. Uh, we already covered once in a lifetime, WrestleMania 28. We're here for twice in a lifetime. Remember when this was like a one-time only? Oh my God, it's going to be a thing. Twice in a lifetime. Did we need this? Probably not. Did it need to be for the WWE Championship? Absolutely not. It telegraphed how it was going to go after Rock beat Cena at 28. Obviously, he's going to get his win back. And then it became more obvious once The Rock was WWE Champion for WrestleMania 29. And Cena had won the Royal Rumble. It is wild that WrestleMania, 80,000 people in New Jersey, is headlined by a man in cargo shorts. That is fucking hilarious. Fighting Dwayne Johnson. That is hilarious. Fighting Maui. I love it. Wrestling's stupid. Fighting Joe, whatever the fuck his last name, from the the, the, the movie with Madison Pettis where he's a he's football player. <laughs> Just, yeah. Long walk to get there. Short drink of water. Um, <laughs> this match, uh, this is not good. This is not good. This is not yeah, good. It wasn't great for the Tooth Fairy. Um, <laughs> the Scorpion King looks terrible. No, it's, it's, it's bad. I mean, it's a badass entrance for The Rock. The Rock looks fucking fantastic. The entrances are great, and then you can literally, this is a 23-minute match, you can skip the first 15 minutes. At least. And it's around the 15-minute mark. I looked it up. I wanted to see. So The Rock gets fucking rocked in this match. Yes, he does. Like, legitimately injured. He tears so many fucking muscles. It's insane. And I wanted to know when that happened. And he said, around the 15-minute mark, I heard a pop. So you mean to tell me the best parts of this match happened after The Rock got hurt? Apparently. What the fuck are we doing here? Anyways. (laughs) So it's a very long process to start the match. They are fucking milking this sucker. Which is wild to me because we'd already seen it. We've seen them touch. We've seen them do all this stuff. They literally had a 20-odd minute match the year before. Why are they trying to milk this moment? Like it's some big-ass ordeal. Like it's the first time this has ever happened. It's such a crazy moment. Oh my god. They are telling the story of John Cena being more careful. Because last time... Being cocky is the thing that cost him. So he's like not taking any chances. He's staying on top of the rock. He is doing a lot of holds to grind him down. That's like this is what commentary is trying to explain, but holy shit, it's boring. The sleeper holds are boring. Bored. Yeah. I'm Uh, bored. The rock has a very extra looking hip toss at one point here. Okay. Let me get some (laughs) such slow exchanges. I just it's slow. It's slow. Uh, eventually, the Rock powers out of the corner with a clothesline, which is something that we we now we know that the Rock loves to do. We he loves that it. In our Rock three parter, go listen to that. Go listen to that. Uh, big clothesline from Cena though. At one point here, when the Rock was getting back into the ring, he hits a belly to belly suplex for a near fall. Mm-hmm. Headlock spot. <laughs> Nothing happened. There's no reason for either man to be tired. Nothing happened. Headlock spot. Mm-hmm. And what follows up the headlock spot? You would think more action. 
No, this time the rock has a headlock spot. Headrock. <laughs> headrock, yes. Headrock spot. Cena puts a black a black drop, a backdrop. Waits like fucking five, six seconds to go glow a little bit and then goes for a cover. Yeah. It's almost like he forgot, to be honest, that he had the pin. Doesn't but anyways, make any sense. Uh, Cena misses a regular standing elbow drop, eats a Samoan drop in return. Um, Cena with a normalized suplex that Michael Cole calls a fisherman. Um, <laughs> the Rock goes for a spine buster. Cena counters into an STFU attempt. Didn't work. Rock counters five knuckle shuffle, puts on a sharpshooter. It looks like the most comfortable thing in the world for John Cena. Rock does not dig in the sharp. We know this. Rock's sharpshooter is bad. Cena is literally just chilling with his legs lifted. That's it. That's the whole thing. Yeah. It's kind of nuts. Yeah. It's not It's not great. It really isn't great. But... um. So the Rock, so Cena goes for another five knuckle shuffle attempt. When he's dropping the fist, the Rock moves out of the way, hits his DDT, which is beautiful. The Rock's DDT it's is a great DDT. Yeah, um, and then he gets in the Rock bottom stance, which I I have always loved. Anytime he does it, it's great. He he puts so much effort into it. <laughs> it's fun. Um, Cena counters the Rock bottom into an STFU, which does not look great. Um, Cena sends the Rock into the corner. Does his little setup, hits the five knuckle shuffle, goes, yep. picks up Rock for an FU. Rock gets out of it, hits a spine buster. But when he's taunting for the, the people's elbow, Cena drops him, hits an ST, puts the STFU back on. Yeah. These boys started this match with three stored specials. <laughs> Basically. They were like, Max, Max momentum. Let's fucking do this. Yeah. Um, eventually, here the rock hits a rock bottom almost out of nowhere for a near fall. Yep. Cena hits an FU on the on the comeback for a near fall. This is the point, I assume, when Rock realized he was injured because we're I think about so. 15 minutes in. Both yeah. men. He said it was while both men were down. 50, about 15 minutes in. This is about 15 minutes in, and it's the first time both men have been down. Yeah. So this is probably it. I could not figure out where it was. So apparently. So the Rock said that now he only has like five and a half uh, abs instead of a six pack. He has a five and a half pack. Because oh, boo hoo! What he so he tears the like very top part of his quad, and I guess that like went up to his abdomen region. That's fucked up. And it fucked up like his whole like abdomen region. Jesus, which is Poor why guy. you know all those move filmings and shit got delayed. I think Hercules got delayed. Which honestly, if that had been canceled, it would have been okay. We would have lived. Yeah. I don't think that would have affected The Rock's career in any way, shape, or form. Nope. Uh, Cena misses a top rope leg drop. Rock hits Spine Buster and People's Elbow for a deer fall. These two have two of the dumbest moves in history. <laughs> the five great, knuckle though. shuffle and the People's Elbow are both the most ridiculous. The only thing more ridiculous is the worm. Yeah. it's These two are meant for each other. It's, it's, I mean, Otis has that like weird little move too. Yeah, the caterpillar. Yeah, it's not. It's not great. Does he still do it? Well, he, now he's a heel, so probably not. No, <laughs> no, he doesn't. Uh, it's just, it's not. It's not great. Um, they start trading punches. Cena catches Rock on a crossbody attempt. Yeah, tries for an fu. Rock breaks out of it. Hits another Rock bottom for a near fall. Yep. Rock. Does the you can't see me 
uh, set up to a people's elbow. Cena pops up, hits an FU for a near fall. I thought that was the end of the match. I like the parallels to to the last match. Makes sense. I also thought that was the end of the match. Unfortunately, it was not. (laughs) Cena Cena hits a, a rock bottom for a near fall. And it's the meme reaction where he's like all like, yeah, I saw that. I was like, this is a meme face. I know this yeah. face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cena stares at his hand like he's fucking Dwayne Wade. Then <laughs> smiles at the crowd, does the people's elbow taunt again. The, the same thing that cost him that the match at last year. He's learned nothing. Yeah. But this time he expected it when the rock popped up. He catches himself on the rope. Uh, when the When the rock tries to go for a move. He picks up Rock for an FU. Rock breaks out, though. Hits a rock bottom for a crazy near fall. A very good near fall. Then Rock hits a DET, stocking Cena with his rock bottom pose, as he always does. We get a rock bottom attempt, reversed into an FU. One, two, three. John Cena has gotten his vengeance on the Rock. Twice in a lifetime, baby. I'm waiting for thrice in a lifetime. I'm not. I'm I am not. absolutely not. Once was good. Twice was unnecessary. You can get that in fast 10. <laughs> it's true. Just let him square off. Whatever. Actually, no. Peacemaker's in the DC universe. So we can get the Black Adam movie. Peacemaker versus Black Adam. Yeah. That'll be a massacre. That People will die. But nobody died this time. This is great. We're doing good things. That was John Cena part two. This was fun. John Cena Part 2, Electric Boogaloo, Johnny Q, baby. And soon we will be at John Cena with a Vengeance, a.k.a. John Cena Part 3. Next time we're looking at Firefly Funhouse. Samuel Jackson in this one. Yeah, Samuel Jackson's in this one. It's very exciting. Uh, U.S. Open Challenge Cena, that type of era Cena. (laughs) Might light Roman Reigns on fire with a microphone type Cena. Yeah, one of those Cenas, you know? Yeah. This was fun, though. I liked going back and seeing Cena against some of his best rivals, CM Punk. Uh, Randy Orton, Edge, these guys are his, like, these are the ones you think of going up against John Cena, and they don't disappoint. I mean, this episode, I think, match quality-wise, is probably going to be the worst of the bunch. Probably, yeah. But to be fair, like, at least, I mean, part one, I mean, we could say that, but part one probably is going to be worse, just because he's not as good then. But anyways, the point of this more so was to highlight his main rivals, like, feud against edge his biggest rival feud yep. against orton one of his biggest rivals the jbl one honestly i just wanted that match in there the it's fatal four-way was just you know we got edge, more edge orton, we get Michaels. more orton we get some hbk yeah you know the, the rock match kind of had to be there it was such a big moment for cena's career and we even had a little bit of him versus triple h yeah a little bit of him and triple h he lights cm punk on fire with a microphone and you know it's 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 a good time it's a great time and next week will also be a great time Looking at the old statesman, John Cena. That wraps up this week. Javier, where can people find you on social media? No, he's an old statesman. He's an old elder. man. Fuck you. I know it's elder. I don't care. <laughs> where can people find you on social media? Get your shit <laughs> on in. the Twitter machine. I haven't tried to gaslight me. Get your shit in. We got to go home. The, the ref's telling us to go home. I'm going to pull. I'm going to take more time. This is the ladder match. screaming at me. This is the ladder match from SummerSlam. I'm taking more time, damn it. Nick uh, Patrick has his mic in my face. I just got knocked out. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the Twitter machine at JMLO Sports. Follow me, plus. Follow me on Twitter at it's Evan Gomes, I-T-S-E-V-A-N-G-O-M-E-S. Follow the podcast on Twitter, most importantly, at Crossbody of Work. Next week, no surprise, John Cena Part 3. You know what was coming. So that wraps up for this week. Javier, any final words for the people? 
Ah, uh, yes, this week on Life Advice with Javier. Uh, my advice, so there's a snowstorm here currently. Mm-hmm. Massachusetts, it's not great. I have to go like clear out stuff because I want to go get pizza. I'll have to clean my car again, but hopefully there's not as much snow on it. Uh, so my advice to people is when there's a snowstorm, don't fucking go outside. Did you know what? It's a very, it's not, this is, this is not going to be an inspiring week because honestly, I don't really have anything to inspire people with. Other Snowstorms than, are the days to stay inside. Stay the fucking inside. Elden Ring's out. If you play video games, get it and fucking play it. It's fucking fantastic. And I really want to play it. And I have to go get food for myself because I now live alone and I'm an adult or whatever. And I don't have enough food in this house. <laughs> but anyways. Need some food in this house. The, 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 the. Life advice for this week, when there is snow outside and it's still falling, make sure you clear out your car before the next day comes because mm-hmm. that shit will freeze and it will be really hard for you to get remove it later on. Get it while it's at its softest. Also, be sure to put your windshield wipers up so they yes, don't get frozen. The night yep. before, always. Yep, always. The, the day before, before, always do that. Look Unless at this. you have a garage. Actual, actual practical life advice this week. You'd love to see it. Yes, and if you have a garage, I hate you. On that note of Javier hating people with garages, we'll see you next week. John Cena Part 3, we'll see you then. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.